0: The following production is brought to you by Derek Lamont Enterprises, a subsidiary of LBM Entertainment, exclusively licensed for use on Patreon.com. Enjoy the show. Hey there, football fans. Of course, it's Derek here, Patreon.com slash Derek Lamont Experience, also available on the All Our Nonsense podcast network. Hope you guys are doing good. Um, This is something, it's not going to be a new show because obviously the football season only lasts for so many months, but this is something I'm going to be bringing you guys on a weekly basis now, starting here with week two. We're going to go over the lines. I'm going to give you my upset special for the week and um, let's just jump right into it. So at the time, this actually goes early access to Patreon. So you guys will be getting this Thursday morning before kickoff Thursday night We have the New York football Giants versus the Washington football team, and right now it looks like the Washington football team is favored by four. They're at home. The Giants just are not a good football team, so I'm not really surprised at this one. I actually had this line about five and a half, maybe even six, but four is generous, I guess, because Washington is also in a position where they just lost Ryan Fitzpatrick, and they don't have a quarterback. But for the Washington football team to be favored by four, understandably they are at home, but favored by four and they just lost their starting quarterback, that kind of tells you how Vegas feels about the New York football giants. They're just not a a good football team, and I believe that this is right on the money, to be completely honest with you. Now, if you're listening to this on your podcast free feed, you're going to hear this on Friday, and this game will have actually already taken place. So we'll check back, and we'll see if I was right and if Vegas was right, but I definitely have... Uh, Washington at about, they have them at four. I had them about five on this game. So we'll see how this one plays out. On Sunday, the Denver Broncos will travel to Jacksonville to face the Jacksonville Jaguars. Vegas believes the Broncos are a six-point favorite over the Jags on the road. Uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater is worth a little more than that, and I feel like the Denver defense is worth a little bit more as well. However, Denver's leaving the comfort of their home at Mile High, where the altitude makes it very tough for Opposing teams to come out to Denver and play and they're also flying halfway across the country to an Eastern time zone and I believe that's why that line is only at six right now they're a better football team than Jacksonville Jaguars but I believe it's the travel and the fact that they're not playing at home with the altitude and the home field advantage that is that's the reason this line is only six but I definitely believe Denver is the better football team Vegas has it at six I wouldn't be surprised if this actually goes a bit higher um after that the san francisco 49ers three and a half over the philadelphia eagles in philly um call me crazy this one kind of feels like a push to me to be completely honest with you this could go either way philly's at home and jalen hurts looks really really good to me despite the fact that i'm an oklahoma fan i think that jalen hurts is a very very talented quarterback i'm glad that philly gave him the keys to the car and let him drive even though i hate the eagles i'm always going to be watching and rooting for jalen hurts as long as he's wearing an eagle jersey um San Fran has got Kittle back they've got Jimmy G back however they're flying halfway across the country and they're used to playing a late game being at home and now they're going to play the early game and that's why I think they're only favored at three and a half at this point but again this feels like a push to me if I've ever seen one I really feel like Philly can beat San Francisco we're gonna find out on Sunday but uh this one's a push all day long for me I'll, I'll call it a push. Um, the Buffalo Bills three and a half over the Miami Dolphins. Um, you're going with the experience of you know Jake Allen is what it is at this point. You're, what they're saying, what Vegas is saying, is that Jake Allen and, and the Bills on the road are you know a field goal or better than the Miami Dolphins at home. I don't know how much that has to do with Tua Tonga and his experience at quarterback for the Dolphins, or what's going on in Miami. Um, I think Buffalo is better than three and a half. This is a division game, right? You're going to play your division uh, rivals much tougher, so I get it. I get why it's kind of close. I feel like this is a touchdown or better. I feel like this is six or better, to be completely honest with you. So I don't know. I got Buffalo in this one, of course, uh, but I got them more than three and a half. Um, We have the New England Patriots at five uh, on the road against the New York Jets. (laughs) What Mac Jones showed us that he's actually a really good quarterback, Cam Newton is a former NFL MVP, led the Panthers to a Super Bowl, former number one overall pick, and the Patriots gave him his walking papers in favor of a rookie who's basically unproven, and then he showed us, hey, I can actually play this game. And to be honest with you, I wasn't high on Mac Jones out of the draft because I felt like he was just another Alabama quarterback who had the best talent in the world around him. He got to the NFL and actually showed he knows what he's doing, so I applaud him he could be the guy to get the Patriots to this next, you know, this next era. I'm not saying it's going to be another Pats dynasty. I don't know. I think in order for that to happen, Belichick has got to hand the keys, keys to the kingdom over to McDaniels when it's time. But um, call me crazy, Mac Jones is, he's a lot better than advertised. He's a lot better than I thought he was. And I think five on the road against the Jets, against gang green is actually a fair line. Um, That line could move, to be completely honest with you, but five is fair, and I definitely have the Pats' favorite in this game as well. Houston Texans go on the road to face the Cleveland Browns, who unfortunately lost Sunday in a really close game to the Kansas City Chiefs. This line is Cleveland by 11.5. Don't be surprised. Houston is completely void of talent. It's surprising that they won their game on Sunday, but I think the buck stops there. Uh, That kind of shows you how bad Jacksonville really is. But again, Cleveland is a Super Bowl favorite. It's a sexy Super Bowl pick by a lot of people um, in in sports media all the world over. Cleveland's a really good football team. They've got a a plethora of talent. I think Baker Mayfield, after playing on Sunday and realizing where he made mistakes, is really going to want to come out and shine this Sunday against the the, uh, Texans. They'll be at home. It's their home opener. Miles Garrett's going to play really, really good uh Clowney's clown he's gonna play really really good as well. You got Nick Chubb back there in the backfield. Cleveland's a really good team. You can throw uh Odell Beckham jr. and Jarvis Landry at somebody. Houston is in peril. They just are void of talent and to me they're playing for the number one pick in the draft. I'd like make it look competitive early in the season and then just fall off the Schneid completely toward the middle and end. Just go ahead and crap out and try to get the number one pick because Deshaun Watson does not want to come back and play, and what they're asking for him is a bit astronomical, considering it's a guy we don't know if he's going to play due to legal ramifications. So if I'm the Texans, it's time to kind of just everybody abandon ship and, and go in a different direction. But I have no problem with this line being 11 and a half. I think it's actually suitable, so that should be interesting. Uh, big NFC South matchup, the New Orleans Saints 3 over the Carolina Panthers, who will be the home team. Um. James Winston threw five touchdowns on Sunday, threw five, but he only threw for like 150, 160 yards or something like that. Kind of feels like they managed the game for him and his skill players were able to just to create opportunities. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. And that essentially is a lot of football. That's why you draft certain guys at the position they're drafted as and that's why you develop certain guys into what they're developed into. Uh, they're called skill players for a reason. Um, the game being three in favor of New Orleans, it's honestly, to me, this is a push. Uh, I think Sam Darnold showed us a a little, bit of what he was supposed to be for the New York Jets, but the New York Jets were just a freaking disaster. And that's why it didn't work out there. Uh, I don't know. This is a push for me to be completely honest with you. Carolina's at home. It's not a far trip for the Saints. It's a division matchup. Um, early in the season, both teams are going to play each other really, really tough. So this is a push for me as well. Um, another NFC South matchup, the Atlanta Falcons will fly to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. The line on this one is 13 and a half, Tampa Bay, not surprising there. Falcons are a mess. Tampa Bay returned 22 starters on, you know, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. They're trying to run it back. Guys took a little less money. Um, it seems the Brady effect has really taken over that locker room, and they you know, they now know what it means to be a Super Bowl champion. Obviously, the Bucks have won a Super Bowl in the past, but this is the first time for this young group. Guys like Mike Evans and stuff like that who have been there. Um, 13.5 seems generous, to be completely honest with you. This one could be 17 or more, in my opinion. The Bucks are that much better than the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are a fucking disaster. Anybody that tells you other than that is out of their mind. This is not a good football team. Matt Ryan is, you know, in the twilight of his career. It's time for them. They should also be thinking mm, top five draft pick, and they should be drafting their quarterback of the future, if you ask me. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're out of their minds. Um, next game, the Minnesota Vikings at the Arizona Cardinals. Vikings go down to the desert. Cardinals are only favored by four. This is interesting. Um, I don't know. This this is, I figure this is six. Six at, at, at least, in my opinion. I think that the Cardinals are at least six points better than the Vikings, and I'm surprised that this this line is only four. This is very, very interesting. Um, Kyler Murray is a brilliant young quarterback, and you gave him uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and then you added J.J. Watt on the other side of the ball. They've got a lot of talent in Arizona. There's a reason that every team in the in the NFC West won their game last week, right? So this is very surprising that this line is only four. I have the Cardinals by six personally. I think this is a six-point game. If anything, um, I'm not saying I'm not giving Minnesota a chance, but I just feel like the Cardinals should be favored by six at least. Speaking of NFC West teams, Tennessee titles. I'm sorry, Tennessee Titans will fly across the country to face the Seattle Seahawks, who are favored at five and a half. Um, Tennessee looking to get off of Schneid. I guess this is about right, you know, considering that Tennessee does have Derrick Henry and, and have Julio Jones now. Um, everybody keeps talking about Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, if Ryan Tannehill was really that good, Tua Tagovailoa wouldn't be playing for the Miami Dolphins right now. Let's just be completely honest. He's now got the ability to turn around and hand the ball to Derrick Henry and then throw a deep ball to Julio Jones. So that's why everybody's, a lot of people pick the Titans as a sexy pick, but. I just don't to me there I I don't, I don't see it I really don't see it and um, I'm not saying they won't even make the playoffs I have them as a wild card I don't have them winning their well they play in a really weak division so they probably could win their division considering Jacksonville's terrible and Indy's not good either so and Houston obviously is terrible as well so they're more than likely going to win their division now that I really think about it but I don't know people picking Tennessee as a Super Bowl champion is very, very strange to me, and I think you guys are way out ahead of yourselves, and they're just not, they're not there, and they're not even fucking close to being there. Not a Super Bowl contender, not in my opinion, so I don't know, uh, but five and a half is about right because Seattle's not the same. that It used to be, obviously, lost a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball, but Russell Wilson is still Russell Wilson, but five and a half seems about right for this one. The last Sunday game would be the Dallas Cowboys- uh, in L.A. at SoFi Stadium to face the Los Angeles Chargers. The Rams just opened the stadium on Sunday Night Football on NBC slash Peacock. Technically, the stadium opened last year, but due to COVID, there were no fans, so it felt like a real opening this year. Chargers favored about two and a half at home. Um, that's interesting considering we just saw what Dak Prescott is capable of, but then we also saw that Ezekiel Elliott is not piling up the yards and not eating the way he used to. And when I say eating, you know, it's always feed Zeke, feed Zeke, feed Zeke, feed him the ball. Um, I don't know. I think maybe we've seen the best days of Ezekiel Elliott already. And running backs have a a shorter shelf life than probably any other position in the NFL and probably any other major sport. It's like four and a half to five years. Um, And, yeah, we're right right about that point for Zeke where he should be tailing off. Todd Gurley was, you know— an all pro all-purpose back and then next thing you know the Rams he didn't barely play in the Super Bowl and then next thing you know he's not on the Rams he's on the Falcons and I think we're at that same point with Zeke Elliott um Justin Herbert really really good quarterback Pac-12 guy uh really like Justin Herbert I'd I like Dak Prescott a little better and that's why this line being two and a half is strange to me I guess they're giving them that because it's you know home field advantage and all but Call me crazy. I can see the Cowboys actually going into SoFi Stadium and winning this game, to be completely honest with you. And actually, that doesn't sound that crazy. So I don't know. Two and a half is fair, I suppose, but I wouldn't be surprised if this line moves before kickoff on Sunday. And then lastly, on Monday Night Football, the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers, who've suffered a terrible loss Um On Sunday, Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be looking for redemption, and what better way to get that than beating up on your old division rival, the Detroit Lions. Packers are favored by 10.5. That's showing a lot of respect to the Lions because it could be higher, but again, the Packers just had an abysmal loss this past Sunday, so I figure that's why the line is where it is. I don't expect this line to move before the weekend, but uh, it's really, really interesting. Um, But, yeah, I could see... I can see why it's ten and a half, you know, Detroit, um, Jared Goff actually didn't play bad in his debut for the Lions. And unfortunately, um, Aaron Rodgers didn't play great in his season opener. And some people are saying maybe he shouldn't have been hosting Jeopardy. Maybe he should have been trying to figure things out with the Packers. And it's like they weren't going to trade him, you know, whether they drafted Jordan Love or not which I kind of feel like maybe you acquiesce to the guy, unless you want to do the thing where he has to sit and mentor Jordan Love like Brett Favre had to mentor him. I get it, but at the same time, call me crazy. I, the guy brought you a Super Bowl. He he brought the, the, the franchise back to one of the top-tier franchises, a contender in the league for many years. If the guy wants to go, just acquiesce. I know you want something in return. You probably didn't feel like the offers that you got – were substantial but uh, there's a way they could have made this work and if somehow the Packers go 0-2 and this is a lost season everybody's going to look like well the Packers are right Aaron Rodgers just doesn't have it anymore and then the other teams are going to look like well it's a glad it's a really good thing that we dodged that bullet and then we really could be seeing the end of Aaron Rodgers career or seeing him as a backup somewhere and that's not fair to a guy like A-Rod so I don't know Sunday should be very very interesting but um Ten and a half is the line. So That's it for your week two lines. Um, stay tuned, you guys. I'm be doing this from here and out to the end of the season. Again, early access is on Patreon. Uh, they will have the episodes before kickoff on Thursday. And then for the free feeds, you guys will actually get them on Friday after uh, Thursday night game. So the Thursday night game will already be complete at that point. But anyway... My name is Derek. That's going to do it for me today. Again, uh, believe in yourself first and foremost, because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. Stay happy. Stay humble. You guys stay your butts out of trouble and have a great day. Peace.